The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the last episode of Content Business Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we've been talking about everything that we've learned over the last two and a half years about running a monetizable content business. Each day this week, we've published an episode that walks you through how to create, publish, syndicate, monetize, and scale a business where content is the product. Joining me again today is the man behind the scenes here at the MarTech Podcast, my head of content production, Mr. Todd Hines. And so far this week, Todd and I have talked about how you can find and vet guests, how to publish and syndicate your content, how to monetize content, increasing audience engagement. And today we're going to talk about how to repurpose your content. Okay, here's the last episode of Content Business Week. Todd, happy Friday and welcome to the last episode of Content Business Week on the MarTech Podcast. What a week it's been. Don't tell anybody, but we've been sitting in the same room for close to two hours talking and we didn't actually record these pieces of content every day. It's the big secret here at the MarTech Podcast. I feel like I've been in here a week. I feel like it's been a week too, (laughs) but we actually have been here all week. But nevertheless, you can get real creative with your content. We know this content's going to be published on Friday. So we're just going to say happy Friday to each other, even though it's Tuesday at 4.30. We're showing you behind the scenes. Welcome behind the curtain, everyone. We're open kimono. Happy Friday. (laughs) Okay. So we're talking about repurposing content. Do you know how many pieces of content we've published? I don't know exactly. It's in the 300s. Way more than that. 430. You're forgetting the voices of search. Oh, yeah, that's right. Over 500 pieces of content. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we've published a lot of content. We're doing two shows on a daily basis, and we've done them for a couple of years now, which A, means my vocal cords are permanently strained, and B, we've been able to publish episodes every day for a couple of years. So, Todd, how are we creating and publishing that much content? It feels like a lot. It is a lot. That's all you. It's keeping with the tight schedule. A bit of the secret is, as we mentioned earlier in the week, is not just recording an hour interview and then publishing that as a full piece. So breaking conversations into parts and then even rebroadcasting as we've started to do some of our evergreen content has been published a year or more in the past and we've actually rebroadcast that. So that's some of the techniques. This is what I normally call the Gary Vanderchuk model. And it's the notion of creating big pieces of content and repurposing them and breaking them into smaller pieces of content. 
And I think people normally think about this as a social media strategy, and it is, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first and foremost, when you're thinking about content production and you want to be consistent and you want to have a content asset that you can develop over time, you don't have to brute force create high volumes of long format content. That is the biggest realization for me running this show in the Voices of Search podcast is that you can create pieces of content that are shorter form and publish them on a regular basis and people actually consume them more. Attention spans are decreasing. People think of podcasts as, you know, audio movies. They don't have to be the Joe Rogan podcast three hours long. Our content sometimes 10 minutes long per episode. This episode might not make it past six. I think it also has to do with the type of content we're delivering. And we talk about specific techniques or very niche themes. And so I think that makes sense as opposed to something like an entertainment or just a more conversational type of podcast. Yeah. And we record an interview and sometimes they're 90 minute interviews that we're breaking up into five minute episodes. That's a week worth of content in one 90 minute interview. Most of the time what we're doing is an hour long interview and we're generating one to two pieces of content out of it. And so hey, happy Friday. It's actually Tuesday and we're covering a week's worth of content with this conversation. You know, maybe that's not repurposing content, but it is maximizing your content. So if you cover a theme piece of content over a longer period of time, that's really been one of the biggest tricks for us in developing our content schedule. Now, the other thing that you know I mentioned before is the notion of social media content, taking up your long format content and reusing it. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Todd, we do this pretty effectively in our show notes. Talk about some of the content that we publish over there. So we start with the raw audio, the full MP3 we upload to a service that generates the full transcript for us. And we have a writer who takes the transcript, reads through it, and then distills it and pulls out the key points. So we start with the bullet points, the main ideas that will be covered. 
leaving timestamps for people if they want to jump around within the interview. And then we end with one of my favorite parts, and that's the quotes. So Yasmin pulls out the most pertinent and powerful quotes from the conversation and then lists that so people can quickly browse through quotes if they don't listen to the whole episode. So I think the important workflow there is we create a piece of content, we have it transcribed, we distill it down to quotes, and, and we do a couple different things. We use the quotes in our show notes. Sometimes we publish them in social media. They make great tweets. Sometimes we're taking those quotes and we're producing what's called a, a headliner video. I think it's headliner.app. And it's a tool that allows you to create a video out of audio content. And we're using those transcripts as the portion of the audio that we're publishing. And so we're basically creating our long format content. We're repurposing it into short form content. And that allows us to not only cultivate other marketing channels, right? We're developing content for Twitter or Instagram. We're also giving more assets to our guests for them to share as well. Todd, we could do a better job of this. There's definitely a way that we could be creating more content and covering more channels. What's the reason why we haven't done more content repurposing? Bandwidth. That's a big one. I think that you're right on there in the sense that you can take your content, break it down and start publishing it in other channels, but that does take time and resources. And so when we are creating more content and we're starting to build our short form content, we have to make sure that the channel we're publishing it is actually going to drive business results. It's one of the reasons why we stopped creating a lot of headliner videos is that we were trying to publish those on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And we honestly saw that our content was better consumed than when it was a written format. So we just started writing our LinkedIn descriptions for my profile. What are some of the other ways that you think we could repurpose our content that wouldn't sink our ship in terms of bandwidth? I think using the newsletter, as we talked about earlier, as a way not only of audience engagement and increasing our audience reach, but just in repurposing the content that we already have, this fantastic insights and this expertise from our guests, pulling out quotes, for example, and just presenting the quotes in a newsletter, as well as maybe the top statistics or also teasing out some numbers that was in our content throughout the week, I think would have a really nice fit within a newsletter. At the end of the day, when we think about running a content business, it is a type of business that takes a lot of time to develop. It's time that requires consistency. And so you have to be organized. You have to be very strategic. You have to understand what your monetization model is. But once you build an audience, there's lots of different ways that you can extend that audience to start cultivating other channels. And it's one of the things that we're starting to think about doing, whether it's the newsletter, social media, building a community. Once you have that audience, when you put in the work, when you're consistent over time, building your content asset, it allows you the ability to move beyond just a content asset into hopefully what we'll call a content empire. And we're definitely not there yet, but I think that we're getting to that point now where we're starting to expand and thinking about bringing on additional resources. And that's the last thing that I'll say is, as you start thinking about expanding and about breaking your content up and repurposing it, it takes time and effort. So just like we did when we first launched the MarTech podcast, I produced the audio, I did the editing. Eventually, I found an editor and I handed it off. And then when we were doing our content publishing, I handed it to Todd and then he found someone else to take over those responsibilities as his workload grew. So when you're thinking about content syndication, my advice, this is something that's rife for outsourcing. Take your content, have an editor or somebody distill it down, format it for the right social media, 
put it into some sort of a content management system where you're organized and thinking about when you're publishing, have somebody else do the regular reoccurring work. And if you have the budget and the means to be able to do it, it's a great way to grow from a content business to a content empire. Todd, any last words on running a content business? It's all in the execution. I agree with you. At the end of the day, what we're doing is we're on the treadmill. We are running and running and producing content, hopefully high quality content every day. And that is not just something that you go into. You can't be successful in the content business if you're just going to do it on an occasional basis. That's a hobby. It's not a business. So consistency and execution and being organized and having a strategy in terms of how you're going to monetize, those are all very important parts of running a content business. So that wraps up Content Business Week on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversations with the man behind the scenes here at the MarTech Podcast, Todd Hines. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you have questions for us about running a content business or if you're interested in engaging, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes. We've got contact information. You can sign up for our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.